Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to The Shawnee Show. I am your host, Shawnee Suisa. And today we have an awesome interview episode with the one and only Isabella Addison, a.k.a. Izzy. She is fucking bomb. She's an incredible artist. She has been very active in the NFT space these days, but she's she's just an amazing fine artist as well. She's a painter, a street artist. She's done some incredible murals. She's just really so talented. Um, and I've gotten to know her over the last few months at various events and things like that. So I was really, really excited that she was able to come on the show today. And yeah, I'm just excited for you guys to hear it. As always, please rate, subscribe, tune in, follow, share, whatever the fuck. Support us at Shawnee Show, at Shawnee Suisa on all social media platforms. And Izzy's handles is at Isabella Addison. That's I-S-A-B-E-L-L-A-A-D-D-I-S-O-N. Ooh, hope you guys enjoy, hope you guys enjoy, and happy 420, the high holidays, which truly do matter. Mwah! I hope you guys celebrate correctly. The Shawnee Show is sponsored by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casinos and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Good to go. Woo! Sweet. Hello. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Anytime. Have you been on podcasts before? I was trying to find some. Um, let me think. Um, I did a podcast, which never got aired, but I did a podcast with my good friend Danny. He goes by Cool Man Coffee Dan. And <laughs> he that. had these like guitars uh that we painted while we podcasted. Oh, that's so cool. So that was cool. And let me think. I think I did another podcast. Uh, maybe not. Maybe that was my first podcast. But yeah. I feel like this is my actual official first podcast. I love interviewing people for the first time because so many people have done so many shows before that yeah. it's like you have to try and find gems that they haven't discussed. And so when you have someone who's a fresh canvas, like it's I just know. so fun. There's definitely a lot of gems in there. <laughs> there oh is. There really is. Um, okay. So first of all, you're just like an incredible artist. I think we should just announce that to the room. Thank you. <laughs> just let the room know. <laughs> She's great. 10 out of 10. So talented. Um, but I want to talk to you about uh, the the start of your art with this character, Aiko. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Aiko. Aiko. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that whole story and like how climate change factored into it. Because that's that was really the beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I tell us a little about so. that. Uh, so I actually thought of this story. I want to say I was a senior in high school. So now it's been like, you know, six years or so. Seven. Mm. Oh, my gosh. How old are you now? 
I'm 24. Oh my god, you're so young. So yeah, it's Lucky. been a it's been a minute though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I came up with this character, this whole story called Disco's Dead, mm. and um, I just always love cartoons and all that. So I knew that was something that I kind of wanted to do, but I just came up with the story first, and I thought it was really great. So I started painting it and um, just like creating it like that. And as I just like started making this universe with my art, that's when I was like, okay, this could probably be a series of some sort, maybe a comic mm. book, a cartoon. I personally love animation, so I would love it to be a cartoon. I love animation. Me too. Especially on shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, so um, the inception of that just kind of came um, over the years of like I, I came up with a story and then kind of making it deeper, mm. coming up with like politics in it, world building, like the whole thing. It, it's been a long time. And now the whole thing is like fleshed out. Like I have the whole plot. I have all these characters in it. And um, now with like my NFTs, I, I, I can make it, which right. is crazy. Was Augment, right? That was that was mm -hmm. what you did with the, the where you actually animated yeah, it. Yeah, so with that animation, it's basically all created with paintings. So I, oh, I took no way. Yeah, like all the backgrounds, the train car and all that is paintings. And um I would paint it like in this way where all the assets are like separated. Mm. So I would scan the paintings and then separate them and then apply them at different speeds to make it look like it's moving. Wow. Um, and then Aiko in that, she's the only thing that's digitally animated. Right. So that's kind of what I would want even the cartoon to be like, like the backgrounds painted and the characters to be like kind of like roughly animated over it, like a little bit like edgy and raw. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because today when I tweeted out, um, oh, I have a great guest coming on the podcast. Uh, I wrote, she's an incredible artist that mixes the digital and physical. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're talking about right exactly. now. Exactly, like literally word yeah. for word. It's so cool. I, well, I didn't realize that that was a painting when I saw that. That's so nicely done. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think a lot of people don't even notice, but um, like some areas, you can really see like the actual canvas texture on it, mm. which I think is a nice surprise. But you wouldn't really notice it just watching it. Yeah, I need to go um, back and watch it. Yeah. Watch so it a you few did times. all of that. You changed. You did the whole animation portion. You didn't have somebody else do that. No, I did it all, and it was a definitely a learning experience it took a while because that's something where I like had to paint the paintings which took a minute yeah <laughs> and then I had to like learn how to like animate it and do all that but it was really rewarding and I think it's kind of a new way and I'm just so in love with painting that I feel like I can't just let it go mm. and just go full digital so I think it's the perfect Balance. mix of the two exactly yeah it's hard to go full digital when you're so used to you know touching and and just yeah, yeah it's just working with your hands I just love I just love it so much mm, mm. what program did you use for that because I, I dabbled in animations like years ago with yeah. Maya is that the one mm -hmm. but which one did you use for that I used Photoshop did you use Photoshop for yeah that? wait how well they have an animation feature oh my god I know I was definitely like I mean I'm just I'm That's so good cool. at Photoshop yeah they have they have like an animation feature and even before like so I did that when I graduated college mm. um it was like my final piece like my thesis piece and um and at the time like photoshop animation was pretty like newish yeah like they didn't really have that many features but now it's improved so much mm. too 
Yeah. Wow. That's so impressive. I, um, I did not realize you used Photoshop for that. That's sick. I love yeah. how involved you are with your work. A lot of people I feel like have been passing off, like not necessarily all of their work, but they'll pass off the assets to a team that will then yeah. turn it into the digital portion of everything. Um, but I like that you've stuck with that and you, you sell a lot of one of ones, right? Mm -hmm. Is that your... It's definitely like, so I've been experimenting what, what's best, like how I fit into the NFT world, like mm. what's the best way. And just like with the pieces I do, I mean, I come from like that fine art background and street art. It's like you only have like that one of one. It's like, you know, you have yeah. your piece. And so I, I kind of like that in the NFT space too. Like it feels special. Like I'm an artist, like I'm not even trying to make, you know, an absurd amount of money and all the money I make off of my NFTs goes straight to the cartoon. Mm. So I'm being very careful with like, you know, what I release because I don't want to be oversaturated. I want my piece to be worth it. And the people who, uh, like my collectors who buy it, they become part owners of the cartoon series. So oh. I don't want it to be like too many people are like, yeah. you know, owners of it. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep it kind of like together. That's pretty cool. Thanks. Okay. I love that they, I love the addition to owning IP that NFTs yeah. have brought into things. Cause I feel like that's really cool. I have, a, someone sent me a Bored Apes skincare line that's in my bathroom. No way. Yeah, I didn't hilarious. even know that was a thing. Yeah. I think they own that ape and then they just turned it into a skincare line, which ah. is, yeah, really funny. Yeah, that's um, cool. Okay. So moving on to another one of your pieces that I'm obsessed with, which is War Girl. I think that's. Uh -huh. Wow. It's just stunning. Thank you. It's so insane. I So tell us the story of that because that's another really big part of your art journey. Yeah. So War Girl is a piece that I created when I first moved to LA, which was about a year, like a year and three months ago. So mm -hmm. I'm still kind of fresh. Oh shit. Was that during the pandemic? It was, it was like kind of tail end. end. Yeah. It was yeah. the beginning of 2021. Yeah. Um, Wait, tilt this just a little bit down. Yeah. yeah. So um, I created that piece um, when I first moved here and I didn't really have a home. I was couch surfing. Mm. I initially moved in with a friend and was staying there, but it, I, I kind of planned to visit LA for like two weeks <laughs> and I just loved it. And oh. I ended up just staying for like four months and I was like, okay, I need to get my car. And during that time I was couch surfing with different people. Couch surfing, like using the app or just finding people that uh, you knew? Like people I knew, like okay. I was just staying on their couch, but not the app. Got it. Um, but I, I initially only knew two people. I had my friend who I, who was like, oh, you can stay with me when I first moved here. And then I was staying too long. So I was like, okay, I, I can't like, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm putting this person out. So then I moved in. Um, I started couch surfing with my only other friend because I was in a rough spot. And he's hilarious. He's a YouTube comedian. His name is Churdleys. And oh, sorry, what is it? Churdleys? Churdleys. Churdleys? Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> you got to check out his stuff. He's so funny. And he's still like my best friend. Nice. But um, I was in art district of downtown. I was in a rough spot and I was like, okay, I got to mm -hmm. go somewhere. He's the only other person I knew in LA at the time. And he was also in downtown by USC. So I called him. I was like, hey, I was like, I'm kind of in a rough spot. Can I come over? He's like, of course. I end up like couch surfing with him for like the longest time. And he's the best. We're just like always mm -hmm. best friends. He introduced me to all his friends who are all comedians and like film directors and they're just like the 
they're like my best friends still. Nice. Just such a good community of people. And so I ended up staying with him for a while. But even doing that, like I was putting him out too. So once I got my car, I was like kind of like spending time, like just living in my car mm. and doing that. But War Girl, um, oh gosh, I'm going on a tangent. So War Girl, I well, created- it's part of the War Girl story. Yeah, so War Girl, I started creating all throughout this whole journey. So I started it in the art district of downtown, then when I was with Chardley's, and then in my car, and um, just along the whole journey. I mean, it, it was one of those paintings where if I just had a place to stay, I probably could have finished it really fast, but mm. it, it took me months. But I think that's what made it so special because like, uh, there's so many layers to it because like sometimes I was like so happy I was meeting so many people adding like brighter more saturated colors and then there was other times where I was like more stressed out more like mm. you know depressed and those are like the darker elements and I think it makes for this really interesting dynamic like of a painting with a story behind it yeah, yeah. I my god it's like a masterpiece I just love it <laughs> I've you. actually shown it to people before really yeah I have I, I actually have I just think it's so fantastic it's such a striking image and I feel like a lot of what you're talking about shows through those layers they really do thank you the complexities are insane in it mm -hmm. and then I love the nose section it's just like really freaking cool <laughs> really cool thank you yeah. yeah I mean the piece was basically me like just like uh, you look in her eyes and she's very excited and curious, but then underneath she's all robotic and just mm. like on this path to like make it and like nothing's going to stop her. So I like to think that that was me at that time and still me, but I'm in like a nice stable mm. place now. Yeah. But I think if I didn't go through all that, you know, I, I, I don't think I would have met the people I did. I don't think... You know, I feel like being an artist or a creator of any type, getting comfortable is a really bad place to be in. Like being uncomfortable and having that goal to like get out of that and like make something. I think that's so important for anyone. So true. Mm -hmm. If you're a creator and I mean, all you're doing is is staying comfortable and just doing what you're used to and you're not really getting out there, what are you creating from? Like what experiences, exactly. what life are you creating from? You know, mm -hmm. it's like you have to have experiences. You have yeah. to be having fun. Me and Leah were actually talking about that this weekend. We are like, we need more fun. <laughs> like our, our lives depend on it. Our yeah. jobs are both reliant on, I can't podcast if I'm not enjoying, you know, myself. And she can't do comedy if she's not, you know, having funny moments around. So it's- Absolutely. I mean, and yeah. it's those stories, like for comedians too, like yeah. they just make like humor and comedy out of their lives and like are able to twist in a way. But if you're not doing anything or like having those mm. experiences, like there's really nothing to pull from yeah mm -hmm. okay so speaking of experiences something you do that is just fucking crazy to me is this urban climbing oh my gosh yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> my god I remember like th seeing that guy on Facebook Mustang or something and he would and I would see all these photos and I'm like that's fucking insane like there's no way I could I mean like I just could never and then I was looking up <laughs> for you for research for this and I see you at the top of all these fucking buildings and yeah shit. that's crazy yeah so uh, I'm a little bit of a reckless, like I'm, <sighs> I'm a, an adrenaline junkie, uh -huh. a little reckless. I mean, I always do things very carefully because, you know, you can't, you can't fuck up. I mean, yeah, you, you really can. can. You cannot you fuck cannot. up. So like I always go into it with a really like, you know, focused mindset mm -hmm. and all that. And, you know, like you're not supposed to be doing those things. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. They're definitely not um, 
they're they're not allowed but um i go with like friends who are also in the space like yeah. of the urban climbing space and it's just it's so much fun um it's it's incredible i i just really like to uh to climb tall things <laughs> i'm gonna be honest what's the what's the process like of figuring out where to climb like do you so, scout something yeah, are there forums yeah, this, and stuff um Probably here and there. I mean, like, we'll talk, mm. like, me and my friends, like, everyone in the space. And it's not, like, the hugest community of urban climbers. Right. So we'll, like, go to places, scout it out. Like, you know, you're not even really supposed to post climbs uh-huh. until, like, uh, like months later because, like, you don't want to ruin it for other climbers. Uh-huh. If people see, like, oh, you climbed, you know, a, a construction site mm. and uh, then like it might ruin it for someone else because then they'll be like, oh, people are breaking in right, or like right, right. Secu- going in yeah. and then they'll like change the security. So it's like definitely like there's an etiquette to it. Interesting. Um, but, That's like, really interesting. Yeah, it'll be like, uh, it'll be places that maybe are like construction sites where you can kind of get in and they still have cranes. Um, it might be <sighs> like, crazy. I know, I know it is crazy. Do you actually, you climb the cranes with nothing? Like no... No, there's just, yeah. you're just cl- you're just climbing like that's fucking more more nuts. or less yeah. You definitely have to be careful, but like a lot of things have ladders, like places where there's like construction sites. There'll be like stairs because like the the people yeah. have to go in, and even places that are already built, there'll be like areas where you can like get in and stuff. Yeah, through the roof or something. Yeah, like yeah. D- just different areas. Um, my roommate, his, he goes by Reckless Ben. He's incredible. <laughs> that seems fitting. Yeah, he's he's a huge climber as well, and he's does crazy stuff literally today um or maybe no yesterday he uh he makes these insane youtube videos and he basically created the world's largest beer bong so he yeah wow yeah he does like crazy videos he's like infiltrated scientology like all this stuff he goes <laughs> into infiltrated cults. scientology yeah that's, shut the fuck up the series is incredible honestly like you should have him oh on my the god show I, I was just thinking that yeah. i need to absolutely that's yeah, so he's crazy really really cool i went deep down a scientology rabbit hole at one yeah, point yeah i'll send you the series because it's <sighs> like he goes yeah. in and then they pull a giant prank on them after they basically project <laughs> way su- to end it i know they project sucks under the giant Scientology like the big blue building they (laughs) projected sucks underneath it so it was like Scientology sucks and they had this like they rented this high powered projector that projected like I think from like uh, like maybe a mile away or something really far and um, and Scientology was like trying to like shine lights (laughs) on it to cover it it and they would just like move it over the projection yeah It, it was definitely it was definitely a thing yeah. Um, okay, so he, so wait, so go back to oh the beer bong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he scaled this building and he went on top of a helicopter pad, and they were oh. able to do it all the way down to the ground. Oh yeah, shit. that video. I they just did it, so that video is probably gonna come out in the next like week or so. Ooh, but this is a Shawnee Show exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> a little behind the scenes. I wish I could have done it with him, but I was I was at- too busy. Yeah. One of the conferences? No, this was yesterday, so I was just recovering from Coachella. Oh, they did this yeah. yesterday? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was recovering from my Nochella. Yeah. Dude, I feel like in general, we all need to just recover a little bit. Yeah. It's re- nonstop. We really do. So, okay, you live with this guy, Ben. Do you mm. also live, still live with Ye? Yeah, so Ye, I live with uh, Ye, Ben, Michael Fortner, and uh, Mike Panero. Okay. And they're all content creators. Okay. And now our other best friends who are 
we're all friends with the the group of Churdleys, like the comedy group. Okay. This is like that whole group of people that I met. So also like other YouTube comedians, part of the friend group moved in to the townhouse right next to us. So we're like oh, a huge family, like a huge <laughs> content house. It's so fun. Wait, that's so much yeah. fun. What a good time. It is. And we do like family dinners. Like it's really, really nice. That's so it's a cute. Nice I love Yay. She's like a, a bottle do. full of sunshine. I do too. I, I don't know how she, the tightrope stuff. So you also do that here and there, right? Uh, I'm not, I'm not good at it. Not yeah. like, I not mean, she's like crazy. Yay and Michael yeah, yeah, and yeah, Ben. Yeah. They are just on another level. But um, yeah, she does the high lining and the trick, uh, the trick lining too. Yeah, the one where she's like you're jumping Bouncing on, it on and a stuff. slack line. Yeah, that's and she's so, so hard. she's so like big online for it. Like, yeah, yeah. She's like the person. Yeah, yeah, yay, yay slacks, right? Yay slacks. Yeah, yay slacks. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's fucking sick. She's her content is just so sunshiny. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you just you watch and you get happy. Yeah, but, and wow. I can like and I can say she's she's not always that positive, but she's amazing it's like she's so real because mm. like you know when you meet people like that like my mom is like is yay always that happy because like she's like wouldn't that annoy you because i'm the type of person who i like to just like Chill. i like just like real people yeah. like if you're always happy i like i'm sometimes i just am like it's exhausting is that is that legit yeah. yeah yeah and she is just she is very happy but she's just also like real like she is my best friend we talk all the time like when she leaves because she travels a lot I'm literally like come back I feel like mm. my other half is gone Aww. but that's one thing about moving to LA is like I didn't realize I was gonna make so many true friends like these people I want in my life forever like, oh, I love that yeah that makes me so happy to hear because a lot of people ha find it very hard to make friends in LA yeah so it's like I feel like I, I got really lucky yeah that, yeah that factor yeah that's so that's great where where did you move from where are you originally from I'm from South Florida uh Boca Raton oh no way yeah a lot of Jews there <laughs> yeah there sure are yes, there, there sure are. are yeah that's hilarious there was I think there was a Maccabi game down there when I was in high school it's where like all the high school Jews go and play sports against each other really Really? Yeah, huh. yeah, it's a big thing. Um, so, what was Boca? What was Boca like? Boca was cool. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's such a it's such a beautiful city. It was right by the beach, so that was always like nice. I would go to the beach every day. It was really nice. Um, I didn't have like the most friends. I had a few friends who were like my my homies, and then I was kind of like acquaintances mm. with everyone. Mm. But like, I just. Ah, it, it was it was cool. I was like a little punk in high school. <laughs> so I kind of knew a lot of people, but I just I don't know. I feel like the people in Boca were were not like the like the most trustworthy. Mm, like I had a few friends. Like I had a best friend Kelsey, Jaren, Trey, and those were like my people. I thought you were about to call people out. They're about oh to be like, I God. have friends, Chelsea, no. and they fucked me over. No, 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 no. They're still like my home. Like they're still like they visit me yeah. here in LA, and I go out to visit. Yeah, them. that's like your core group back yeah, there. Yeah, but um, I have like my, my family and my brother, and like we were mm. always like together. But as far as everyone else, like I mean, I'm cool with everyone. Like I don't have any enemies or anything. But like. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe it was just like that high school shit. Like, yeah, everyone's not, just like yeah. figuring it yeah. out, a little yeah. self-conscious. Like, I don't For know. I feel sure. like people were like, not like the nicest. Yeah. I will say. And I don't know if that's a Boca thing or just like a high school thing. I think it's a high school thing. Yeah. I think it's a high school thing. Cause we had that too. 
I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a high yeah. school thing. People were just stupid and petty. A little Didn't bit. Re- yeah. Like, I still have, like, a lot of my friends who I had in high school. Like, one of them bought one of my NFTs, and that oh, meant so much to me. I love that. I, like, I, that, like, literally, like, made my heart melt because I was like, wow. Oh. I was like, thank you. Like, yeah. that's really, really nice because a lot of people are trying to get into it and figure it out. And a lot of people, even from my high school, ask me questions about it because it's such a space where it's, like, doesn't make sense kind of makes sense mm. like there's like thing like buying an nft is expensive so um i always try to help them out because like you know everyone's trying to make it in mm. some way yeah whenever you're active in nfts you become this point of information mm-hmm. for all yeah. of your past friends and family who are like hey i'm trying to get it i've gotten so many calls like that yeah over the last like, like six months it's like i don't want to <laughs> give financial advice like i'm like i i honestly like i'm in it but it's like it's still like you don't it's like still yeah. gambling like you don't know like yeah you're like this is just not safe. financial yeah, advice it's though like, <laughs> it's like invest at your own risk yeah, yeah. like even my dad he's oh. always been like my mom and my dad have always been like ahead of the game they're graphic designers and web developers oh cool and then my brother he is an app developer and he's really nice. good at coding wow, very techie family yeah techie cool. artistic like yeah. it's funny like I feel like me and my brother are like kind of like the split between like mm. me and my parents because like I'm like the total artist side and then he's more of like the tech side, the tech side. Uh, but my dad like my mom and my dad always were investing in stocks like everything and so now with like crypto my dad's like okay so what do you what do you think about solana do you do you think that's like <laughs> you, shut up he's like, your dad he's knows like, about solana oh yeah because wow. like i they like because they they see what i'm doing and you know they're they're like i i mean i'm just so bullish on like everything crypto that um they want to get into it and so my dad's like invested in various things he's like he's like i want to buy my first nft like he's like he'll go on open and he'll ask me about like pudgy mm. penguins and stuff <laughs> like that and i'm like oh my gosh dad i love you so much oh my like, god it's, it's my incredible. dad asked me about pudgy penguins i don't even know what i would do i'd be I like know. what like little things like what? that and i'm like you're so awesome oh, that's so yeah. great wow what is it like to have like tech friendly parents because so much of my time with my parents is spending is spent like explaining them things you know how yeah. to print this doing that how to log into that it's, walking through Netflix I mean, it's it's awesome like my parents taught me photoshop uh That's like illustrator sick. like all the adobe suites so I always had those like growing up like I remember being a little kid and my parents had like the giant macintosh computers like the big ones yeah and my mom would set me up on like the little art thing and I would like make (laughs) little drawings I would fill it in on the computer it was just like this giant like big you're talking about the orange ones right that had like the color on them no it was like it was ugly it was like like this cream white and it was like oh that's the like iteration before that yeah the monsters uh (laughs) uh-huh so they were always like we had so many like like we always had like max because like yeah. for um as like artists like because from graphic design like it was all done like when when they were doing it mm. they were art directors and advertising and so oh it was God, all my dad drawn. did advertising no way yeah he had an advertising company for like i don't know how long for, huh. for ages yeah interesting yeah yeah oh my god that's great yeah so they were always doing that but it was all like you know they would hand draw everything mm. and then everything started moving more into like tech and so they were like the first adopters and like early on doing everything like mac and so um 
yeah, they 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 killed it. That's honestly, sick. I'm so like that's like one thing is like I love to do everything like to make my parents proud because when I was in high school, I said I was a little punk. <laughs> I put them through hell. So Ooh. now I'm just like I'm like. Like, I just want to, I want to make them proud because they're like, they're like my biggest inspirations. Like, even like from what they came from, like my dad was born in Cuba and they, no uh, way. Mm -hmm, and they left, uh, when he was a kid, like they left and moved to Florida with like nothing. And wow. Yeah. And he's just like, how old is he? Uh, he was, I think he was probably like seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, and so, um, I just, I don't know, like my whole family, like I'm just mm. so proud of them and like how far they've come in like a new country and like, you know, not even speaking English and just really making it. And I'm like, yeah, it just all for them. Always. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's so, I can definitely relate to that as a, a kid of immigrants. I feel like we feel this sense of we have to give back. Yeah. It's like a little know? bit of a pressure. Yeah. Like know? they've done so much for us. Like they, they did everything they could. And then they settled in this country with like all these opportunities. We yeah. have to take advantage of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. got to make yeah. the most of it. And also it's, it's always hard because you look at what they've done. I know. Coming from like not fucking nothing. Yeah. And then you think to yourself, oh, well, I'm coming from, you know, at least more of something. I better yeah. be able to, you know. I know. Like, cause, yeah. um, cause. So true. Yeah. They always were just like wanted to, you know, give us the most and like always put me and my brother first. So mm. it's like, I don't want to like waste that, especially now. Like when I was like in high school, I was just you know, immature, went through some stuff and like, I just didn't understand like I should. Like now I look back and I'm like, why yeah. did I do all that? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, me and my parents have such a, such a good relationship. I feel like it's yeah. part of life. You gotta be yeah. like, you know, you cause I mean, the trouble. It's all, like, it's all like, I mean, uh, some of the stuff that I went through, like, I wish it didn't happen, but it also made me who I am now. And I, I do like who I am. So I feel like it's like, you mm. know, it, it worked out. Like, 100%. you know, made me smart, like street smart, I guess. Yeah, even mm. even the like when you really like yourself, when you're so content with who you are and mm. you're happy of, of who you've grown yourself to be, then it's hard to look back and say, oh, I wish this didn't happen. Yeah. Because, I mean, would would you really be the same person now? You no, know? probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I yeah. still relate to that. Yeah. Um, wait, so your dad, he he's from Cuba. So do you speak Spanish? No. Oh, you don't? I, don't. I really <laughs> well, wish I did. Uh, I've tried to learn it. Um, and I uh I can't I can't pick it up. I did just visit Mexico and I think if I were to move to um, a Spanish speaking country, I think I yeah. could pick it up. But I feel like the way they teach you in school is so hard. Because mm. they start with just like grammar and all that and like I feel like they should teach you as if you're a baby like you're not learning grammar, grammar when you're a baby yeah. you're just learning the words and then after you learn the words like grammar and all that comes next because I think if you were to speak to someone in Spanish and you had terrible grammar they could understand you you know like they'd be mm -hmm. able to like be like okay yeah like I'm getting what you're saying that's me I speak Spanish but I have the world's worst grammar yeah like it sounds but it's I, I awful. think that's I yeah. think I'm sure people can understand you though yeah yeah I communicate yeah. pretty well but it's yeah it's just not I mean it's not yeah. correct at all but yeah I feel like that's how they should teach it like I tried to learn German too because my mom is German oh no way and that same thing like too too much grammar just right from the start like just teach me the words in like the the most non-complicated way and i think that would be easier 
Do your hot, do your parents take. speak hot take? Hot take. <laughs> Education system. Education system. Up. Do it better. <laughs> do your parents speak each other's languages? Like, does your mom speak any Spanish no. or dad any German? No. Mm-mm. Just both no. me in English. Yeah. 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 It's so funny when that happens. Yeah. My dad, I think, speaks like a l- tiny little bit of German. We are. Uh, my grandma used to live with us, mm. and, and uh, she had Alzheimer's, and my mom took care of her. Aww. Yeah. She's an angel, literally. The the most amazing woman ever. Mm. And um, so my grandma would kind of speak German and my dad could kind of like... Pick it up. Yeah, like he would try to learn Well, it. that's what you're talking about, like a baby, mm-hmm. right? That's, yeah. how you, that's how you learn. It, a lot of people in Israel, a lot of the girls, they learn Spanish from the telenovelas. It's, ah, it's yeah. very, very common, I know. actually. Yeah, and yeah. I think a lot of people like uh, from other countries learn English from, mm-hmm. you know, American shows too. Yeah, oh, God. I hope they're not learning from reality TV. This I know. Is when we have right? a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny, it's though. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk some ZHC because that okay. is such a cool part of your life. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's super cool. How did you get picked up for the show? Or actually, first, just let people know what the show is, just in okay. case they don't know. So, and then the story of how you got picked up. So ZHC is this YouTube channel. It's um, They're huge. They do art competition videos. I think right now they have... 24, 25 million subscribers. And then they have a secondary channel that's called the Crafts Channel. So that's both the channel. And um, basically, um, the whole team, um, we're all artists and we all work together to do crazy videos. Like we did one where it was like we customized Lamborghinis. We do crafts videos, which are a little smaller, but we'll be like whoever can make the best cardboard art, like Mm. wins money for a subscriber or money for ourselves or or like a prize, like stuff yeah, like that. They'll pair you up with a subscriber, right? Yeah, sometimes, and then you can yeah, win for, for a them. lot of videos. So that's, that's like cool. fun, and it also puts the pressure on because it's like when you're winning for yourself, like yeah, I would love to win like money or something. But when you're winning it for a, a subscriber, subscriber, like a lot of times their situations aren't the same. Mm. So it's like that means a lot. So it like puts the pressure on because it's like you got to win it for the subscriber. Aww. Yeah. Um, but um, so how I got picked up for that is um, during. Uh, the 2020 quarantine, the pandemic, I, um, I had graduated college, uh, just like right when the quarantine started. And, um, I was basically, I was commissioned to do this huge mural in Times Square, like biggest thing, like biggest job ever. What? How'd you get that? Um, it was this restaurant group that I did a mural for in Boca Raton nice. and they were opening one in Times Square. It's like, it's so up my alley. It's basically, uh, it's called Rex, uh, Rex Baron and they, uh, they are a VR lounge and a post-apocalyptic like Mad Max <gasps> theme. So it's like so, oh my so God, that's my literally art. So up your alley. Yeah. yeah. So I I did a mural for them and then uh, it turned out really good. Like mm. one of my favorite murals to date. And so they were opening a location in Times Square, but the freaking pandemic hit and the whole project got cut. Oh. So I was like, I was just gonna move to New York, kind of like what I did to like with right. LA. I was just kind of gonna go. I was gonna do the mural and then move. So instead of that, um, I got really into TikTok and social media, and I found a little bit of success from that. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just keep dabbling with that. Did a little bit of traveling, just like in my car. Was the TikTok success? Was that when you were doing the thrift store paintings? Yeah, yeah, that's so really cool. I'm gonna get into. Yeah, that. we'll get into that. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I started doing those videos. So basically with the thrift store paintings, like mm. you mentioned, um, that's where I found like 
my my little niche. Yeah. So I would basically take these thrift store paintings and I would paint characters on them. So and cool. I mean TikTok loved it. And I saw and like for the first video I released, I just like put in my bio I sell like prints. And from that one video I sold like 70 prints, which was holy a shit. Lot. Like at the time, like I was like <laughs> I was like, I could do this as a job. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. So I um I started doing more of those videos and then all of a sudden they started like blowing up. And I was selling like, you know, hundreds to like four hundred like per video, which is like good. And I was just fulfilling them all myself. I had this like very nice archival printer that my mom had because she would sell prints too. Oh, you made the prints yourself? Yeah, and I would package them. Oh, no I would way. make the stickers. And yeah, I did it That's all myself. That's really cool. Yeah, it turned into like literally- but You probably a, made a lot more money doing that mm -hmm. than drop shipping or some shit yeah, like that. It's, yeah, it was a great profit margin. Wow. So I started doing that. And funny enough, um, this, this guy Tariq contacted me and we became friends and he happened to be like the main videographer and uh like one of the main people in Mr. Mm. Beast we just became friends oh, no way yeah and Mr. Beast I believe is in South Carolina and so I was always like hey if you guys need a mural I'll drive up give you guys a mural for free because mm. it's like Mr. Beast like I would love to do that and I would love to meet Tariq in person were too. You, wait were you still in Florida at the time I was still in Florida oh no way yeah this is during the 2020 like quarantine time okay yeah and and Tariq was like, oh, you know, we um, we don't need a mural, but we are, we happen to be doing this collab with this art YouTube channel. He's like, let me put you in contact with them. So I was like, okay, great. So I get a message from Zach, who is ZHC. ZHC yeah. And he's like, hey, he's like, Tariq told me you're a great artist. Like, would you be down to like come to LA and maybe do a video with us? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, sick. I didn't hear from them for like a week. And I happened to release like my biggest print video to date. I sold like... I think like almost 500 prints. Wow. So I was like fulfilling them. I get a call from ZHC at 12 o'clock at night. He FaceTimes me and he's like, hey, it was like him and Michelle. And he's like, hey, he's like, we're doing a Christmas video. Would you be able to like come up on Sunday and like, like we'll fly you out? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like next Sunday. And he's like, no, tomorrow. <laughs> it's like 12 o'clock at night. So I was like, I was like, you mean later today? And I'm like, <laughs> So I was like, you know what? Yeah. So I, I had my mom. I hired my mom and paid her to fulfill all my prints. Oh, nice. Went to, went to LA and did the Christmas video with them. And it was really awesome. Got to meet like all the cast. Like they had at the time like this beautiful place in um in in the hills in uh in Hollywood. Mm. And it was it was just like a dream. Like they had this giant Christmas tree and we all wore elf outfits. It was so cute. <laughs> so and so they're like they're like yeah like we'll let you know if we want you on the show blah 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 and I was like okay like because I kind of live far away so literally like I was like I just kind of want to go back to LA like there's something about LA in general where I was like I have mm. to be here like it was a certain draw so that's when I I you came felt out the to, calling yeah I felt it like Oof. I've never felt that about a place in my life so I was like I have to be there so a week later I just flew myself back out to LA and that's when I started couch surfing I let CHC know I was like hey by the way like I'm in LA if you guys need me mm. and they're like okay okay we'll let you know and so I ended up being in LA for like a month just just like meeting people, couch surfing. And I think one day, like one of the artists couldn't make it. So they called me at 10 a.m. They're like, Izzy, do you want to be in one of the crafts videos? Like we, um, like we, uh, we need an extra artist. And I was like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> so I did the video and it was a really cute video. It was basically like 
art school. So it was like multiple challenges. It was like art history we had to do. It was oh, like cool. drawing, sculpting. And I made it to the finals. It was me and Jake. And basically we both competed and Jake ended up winning and he's he did awesome. But the fans were like, Izzy should have won, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they were like, they're like, Izzy, they're like, the fans really like you. Do you want to be on the show? And I was like, yes. Hell and yeah. And so I started making a bunch of videos with them in the beginning of my journey in LA and like being part of the cast. How and long were you on, How long were you doing that for? Uh, I want to say like, say like probably like six seven months oh that's a good yeah, amount of time yeah they ended up moving to austin and i wanted to stay in la so oh. i still do videos with them but when i get to go to austin Got um it. but they're still like all my best friends like i was just on the phone with Mackenzie. she's the one with the red hair uh it was just her birthday so we were talking and stuff i like i miss them a lot that show yeah. looks like so much fun yeah it's intense though yeah like some of the challenges we do like they're all real. Like the most intense one we did, it was, uh, we had to, uh, like I thought going in, I knew we were going to be painting Lamborghinis and I thought it was like best Lamborghini wins. And I was like, oh yeah, I got this. <laughs> and then like the night before at like 10 o'clock at night, they told us it was going to be an endurance challenge. So instead Wait, what? of, yeah. So instead of the best Lamborghini, it's who's ever like Whoever can stay awake the longest customizing a Lamborghini <laughs> wins a Lamborghini, but the subscriber we're paired with wins a Lamborghini. So I was just like, Wait, oh. do you you also win a Lamborghini? Like you no, both? Oh, no, okay. just the just subscriber. subscriber. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, I've never done something like this. And then like they told us late too. So I was like nervous. I was like, oh gosh. So we filmed it at where they filmed the Bat Cave. It's basically like this, like, warehouse that has lights on the ceiling mm. and my god it was i think the hardest thing i've ever had to do that's really yeah. hard an endurance lamborghini yeah. customization yeah. challenge and we had to do like mini challenges and like if the artist wins they get to like give other artists a disadvantage but like the second or third night this is like this is when i think we all went like crazy <laughs> um we, wait how long were you guys awake for i think i was awake like during the video uh i think i was awake for 53 hours but we had to go to the set at like 5 a.m so we were all like awake longer and then the video started filming oh, i think at like one o'clock so i think i was awake for like 61 hours or something how you become really delusional at that point yeah so wow. so when we all really started hallucinating like one of the nights like everyone left and was just the artist and we were all customizing and the subscribers um we were all customizing the lamborghinis but they basically put rainbow lights like strobing on the ceiling and they played a baby crying loop for 10 hours straight what? and i and blasted it like you had, shit. yeah it was like it was actually insane and it was like and like you could barely even like talk to your friends because that's how like loud the the baby crying was and uh and like I got a disadvantage from one of the other artists so I had to stand I couldn't even lean for 15 hours so it was like it Holy was shit. it was so intense and like who won uh, jazz, oh. jazz with the purple hair, and they they uh, they deserve to win because they had such good spirits the whole time. Like she jazz is amazing, but it was it literally like that that night with the baby crying. I we all were just going crazy because the crazy thing is because that's insane. That's fucking insane. Baby crying. Yeah, and like, it was like, like it was that's like, like you're trying to torture someone. You're like yeah, it's a horror movie. It was or some like shit. it was seven seconds of the video too. I'm like no one even understands the struggle because <laughs> like it was all like all the things in it. It was all real. Like it was all so real. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, like the baby crying loop, it literally started to sound good to me. Like that's how crazy <laughs> I was going. It stopped sounding like a baby oh crying God. and it started like sounding like this weird, like, mm, like, like chanting. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to discover the secrets of the universe. Like I literally was like, I can hear it. I'm he I was like hearing voices like in the baby crying. Okay. Yeah. What's a better trip? Drugs or, or that? Uh, I would, I would absolutely say drugs would probably be a, a much better trip. Cause that was like just pure on psychosis. Oh my God. That, that is just crazy. crazy. 60 something, whatever the fuck hours. That's it was, insane. Yeah. It was it's something I never want to do again. I love my sleep. No, too. sleep is so yeah. important. Yeah. Sleep is like people don't realize your brain needs sleep. This whole idea, like yeah. the degen culture. Oh, I don't get sleep. Fuck that shit. No, I, I need sleep because I am like not human when I don't sleep. Like I am the grouchiest. Like yeah, yeah. I can't even like respond to people. I like takes uh, it's yeah. I like my sleep. No, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, okay, one of my favorite challenges that you guys did on ZHC was the ice sculpture. Oh, yeah, I one. won that one. Yeah, Ooh. that one was sick. Yeah. That, what was it like working with? Was that your first time working with ice? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, not many people get to, like, that's such a fun, mm -hmm. what a fun experience. I know, that was that was so super cool. Yeah, literally. so cool. Yeah, uh, that one was, like, so we had, like, little mini chainsaws. And I Those made, like, a... so cute, the little yeah, mini chainsaws. they were, like, good. And, like, we had to do, like, a safe like uh like little like seminar before it because like none of us like yeah, i've never used how. a chainsaw before and a blowtorch right yeah the blowtorch too so that would smooth it um but yeah that was really cool i think the structure i chose was smart because i mm. did like uh like a dragon that was like kind of like uh curled and I made sure to put like a really heavy base because like if you make it too like thin at the bottom like people's were just like falling down uh -huh. and so I wanted to make sure it was really like the base was strong but yeah that was hard and I, I think Michelle won one of the challenges and she got to take like an ice pick and just like go off <laughs> on it like 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 you know like uh, uh like a scream style just like stabbing or like psycho uh, but yeah, that challenge was really, really cool. And I think like, uh, what did I, oh, I won the, basically the winning prize for that one was a diamond. Oh, it was like, I like literally ice, like an actual diamond. Yeah. It was like a little mini diamond that I got mm. to have it and I still have it. It's like a little diamond. I want to make like a little ring like out, a of thing out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love uh, that. And I think the, the losing challenge was, uh, the other artists had to, um, get dunked in a ice bath. Like, yeah, and there was also that snow that you were pouring on each other. That oh, was, that was cool. That was that looked yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, it was uncomfortable, and it was a really cold day in LA too. Oh it was God. like out of every day in freezing. LA, usually it's like you know sunny out. No, this day was cloudy. Although I guess that's good though for keeping the ice from melting yeah. when your actual structure. Yeah, it was just cold. Yeah, it was fucking yeah. freezing. Uh -huh. So what was uh, what was your favorite um, challenge that you guys did on that show? Oh. Or, or maybe like top, top couple. Okay, so my favorite one was um, we got to, it was like a, it was like a brand deal for this, this like, uh, this like video game that's like dodgeball. Mm. And so we got to make dodgeball outfits for, for Zach. Oh, and so cool. we all made him like costumes and, um, and I thought I got second place in it, but, um, Mackenzie won with this like very naturey, like, like kind of warrior outfit, which was super dope. <laughs> I loved my outfit though. It was so cool. I made this giant, like, what was yours? I want to see yeah, it. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> um, it's on my, uh, it's on my Instagram. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Perfect. 
Amazing. Um, okay, explain it though for the people. So listening to the basically, audio. it was this giant like a bunny mask, like picture dead mouse, but it's like a bunny, and it has giant ears, and I covered it in rainbow fur and giant eyes, um, and then I like customized the whole outfit. I uh, gave him a custom dodgeball, like custom, like I dyed socks. Oh, you gave him a custom dodgeball? Yeah, with a That's bunny head cool. on it. It was re- it was a cool, I wish I got to keep the helmet because it's so dope. Okay, how far back am I scrolling? Um, let me see. Right here. Oh my God. Oh, oh shut oh, up! Oh That's my gosh, I almost sick. forgot about the the. I made that jacket for him. I we all got wait. To, this is a really cool. I love the little ball. Look at the little ball with the bunny. Thanks. Hilarious. It was like it was a whole like it was a whole thing. That video was so fun because <gasps> we all got to go to an art store. We were given money, so we all got to like buy supplies. But we only had like thirty minutes. It was like project. Oh, like project runway. I was literally about yeah, to say that's so it project was runway. Just like that. And so I bought like fabric. I bought like foam. Like, do you know what I used? Yeah. How'd you make the head? So it was uh, like for like a wreath for like a flower uh, for uh, not a flower for like a Christmas wreath yeah, like, yeah, yeah. for like it was circles. So I got different sizes and then I stacked them and glued them together to oh, make the circle. And then I covered this it this way. Yeah. Like smart. little donuts. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. so smart. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That was good. And then I had to hand sew the, f- the fabric. I hand sewed that. That How'd was the ears. Uh, that was out of cardboard. Yeah. This is fucking dope. My cousin once made literally a dead mouse. Um, Helmet? Head. Yeah. And because he used to go to raves all the time. That's and he awesome. would wear Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty interesting. Actually, I think my uncle made it. The same uncle that made that little tea thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was very crafty. Very crafty. Yeah. That channel is so fun. Like all the different challenges we did made me so much more of a versatile artist. Because mm. me and Mackenzie, um, she's the one with the red hair. Uh, we were always like neck and neck for Crafts Queen because uh, she was always winning. I came in like a lot later than the other artists, but I came in like hot. Like, you came in hot. Yeah, going for the throat. Like, so I ended up uh, passing her for Crafts Queen. Oh, shit. Like, right right towards the end before they moved to Austin. But now she overtook me again. I mean, well, it's unfair. But that was the most, that was so funny because it was always like a little rivalry. It it would push you to be a better artist because you're doing such crazy shit. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, the um, meme, I think I mentioned this on the show before. It's hilarious that this keeps coming up, but it's the meme of reality shows in Britain versus reality shows in America, like the cooking shows. And in in Britain, it's like, you have six hours and every single ingredient that you could possibly need and all of the equipment that you could possibly need in this lovely setting to make whatever you want. And then the American show is like, you have a... you have a, a, a freaking garbage truck. Pick everything you can out of it. You have absolutely no cooking equipment. You have a lighter and, and a pan. <laughs> Make a five-course Michelin star meal. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's fucking hilarious. I know. That's how and I that's feel like And that's what Yeah, because we would have to do these mini challenges. And like, so Zach, I think Zach, maybe, maybe Zach thought we were like out of shape because he made us do so many workout punishments. Like there was one where I had to like... I I had like every lunge I did was like I won like maybe ten dollars for a subscriber. Every lunge? Yeah, and I had to do it in like the sun. And I didn't even know that was a challenge. So I wore like Doc Martens and like jeans. 
Oh that one God. was so oh and I had to carry like a 20 pound weight and I'm like Zach <laughs> yeah we had to do some intense challenges we had to eat some like gross food oh eating gross uh, food is the worst I can't yeah. do that shit I'm so incapable I can't even like I don't even drink alcohol I can't have anything gross yeah Ugh. I don't like it we had to eat mayonnaise ew, and like oh ew, the one up. was so gross Spray you know mayonnaise. like the fish those fish pills Ew, no. Like, uh, we oh, had the fish to, oil pills. Yeah, but you we had to chew on one. Yeah, I literally, I, I couldn't even do, I had to spit it out. And then I had to, I had to do, I had to do push-ups because I spit it out. I think I would have actually yeah. died. That's disgusting. No, that. The, I would just go straight to push-ups. Can you do that? No, you like, no? I, I didn't, it wasn't really an option. I would have like, I would have yeah. been like, I'll and just, that and that I'll challenge, just give you 10. <laughs> that challenge was we had to make art out of gum, and I am like disgusted by gum. I just don't like it. So that challenge was already <laughs> nauseating. Is gum, is gum your phobia? I definitely one of them. Oh I don't God. like the smell of gum. I don't like the idea of like do chewing you like people on something. Che- like when people are chewing gum yeah. around you, do you get so annoyed? A little bit. Yeah, I don't yeah. love it. Like Especially if, if it's loud, the, like yeah, or in the car, and then I'm just like. Ugh. I'm like stuck with yeah, it. Yeah, you're stuck. You can't move. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, like it. So yeah, that yeah. challenge was bad enough. And then I had to eat the fish oil pill. That was bad. I to- I lost that challenge so bad. Did you have to chew the gum and then use it for art? Yeah. Oh, okay. At least yeah. that's better than taking somebody else's chewed gum. Uh, <laughs> literally. Oh God, vomit. No. Yeah. No. We we had it. It was still gross. So chewing it ourselves. <sighs> Ew. That that's a lot was, of fucking gum. Yeah. That challenge was. I who can barely watch who that came video. up with all that shit was it all zach uh zach uh, zach comes up with a lot of the ideas but we he has like a whole team yeah. and also we come up with ideas too yeah cool. but he is definitely like the mastermind behind the whole thing it's crazy how big his channel is it is it's fucking it's insane huge like millions and millions and millions i know and like i went to disneyland and uh My little dog. oh Aww, hey Richard, that buddy, you're so cute. We're recording a podcast, but okay, okay. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I went to Disneyland, and so many like little kids came up asking for pictures. Aww. I felt like a Disney princess. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I did. Like, it's weird that like a lot of kids actually That's know. That's true because kids yeah. really watch YouTube. Yeah, and I like I like I tell people my age, and they're like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like ZHC, they're like, I don't know. I'm like, it's like like a kids channel, and a lot of people from India and uh, the Philippines do. That's so fascinating. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, I was never really the biggest YouTube, um, YouTube like watcher per se, but my sisters are obsessed with YouTube. And also my brother. Well, Eva's a little bit younger. She's uh, 21. Okay. And then Noah's like a couple years older than that. And Tova's older than me. She's like 31 or something or 32 maybe. And so they're all like obsessed with YouTube. I was never, but there is like a huge audience for it. And there's a huge young audience for it. It's pretty crazy. I find that I watch a lot more YouTube than I used to. Now, um, I, now I definitely do. Yeah, I got more into it. It's like I, I yeah. have a hard time focusing now. Oh my god, that's and exactly what my sister said. Yeah. She can't do like full TV shows yeah, and stuff. I mean, I still like I. Um, let me think. Um, I watched like all of Euphoria. So good. Um, oh, I still haven't watched that. It's yet. so good. I'm kind of saving it because I know I'm just gonna get so into it. Yeah, and then like you have to wait another year for yeah, the like next I'll season. just wait for like the next season. Yeah, that's smart. Mm. Um, I'm watching. I'm rewatching Cowboy Bebop, which is like the anime. Uh, but I've had a hard time focusing on like finishing shows. So YouTube, I love to watch like um, not documentaries, but like where they go into like um, 
like the 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 making of like stars like oh, like for example like let's cool. say like Tyler the creator like his whole journey as like an artist cool. and like I love watching those because I they have really fascinating stories of like their come up and like everything yeah or like fashion designers I'm super super into like videos like that I love are you big in fashion I really love fashion but mm. I I'm not like I'm not like a total like like designer like mm. hoard I'm just like if the piece is cool it's cool it's and cool. I like it it could be like it could be a designer it could be like H&M it could be thrifted if it's cool it's cool and I'll get it yeah 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 100% I'm so like that as well like, I honestly I, I just don't really know designers so mm. it's like hard for me to even like I just I'm so into so many things I can't take on new hobbies I, yeah. can't, I just can't. But I love clothes. Like, I love style. Maybe that's and a better I, word. It's, Less fashion, more style is what well, I'm going to Exactly. And I yeah. think that's, like, the important thing mm. about it is, like, who is it? You St. Laurent, I think, said, um, uh, trends fade, but style is eternal. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. But So it's, like, just, like, wear what you like. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, if, if it happens to be trending or you like something that's trendy, that's awesome. Mm. But don't just go with the trends. Just Find, like, your own personal style. I will say I'm fucking happy that sweatpants are trending right now. Yeah. That's one thing Yo. about L.A. Woo, when I woo, moved woo. here, like, yes. Yes, we're both pants. in sweatsuits right I now. know. Like, just, like, that's the thing about oh, L.A. Yeah. is the style here is so casual. Yeah. Like, it's so, like, comfy, which yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. Is like, it more fancy in Boca? I would say in, like, Miami and, like, South mm. Florida and stuff, it is, like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like anyone really... It's hot, so maybe people don't wear as much like sweatpants and hoodies. Yeah, that's true. It's but so humid. Yeah, yeah, it is. So it's more like shorts and crop tops and dresses. And yeah. Stuff, which I still love. Like, I love a good dress. Yeah. Because, like, to me, that's, like, the easiest thing you can wear. Because you, you just, you like... You have to decide Yeah, anything. you just put on the dress, yes. put on shoes, and you're, like, done. Yes, it's so I, fucking easy. I do, I do love dresses. Oh, my God, I'm mm. so... I feel you on that. I, that's why I like matching sets though because mm -hmm. it's the same kind of yeah. idea like and you, you really look like you're putting an effort when you're really not yeah you're putting in the least amount yeah the least amount you have mm -hmm. you don't have to think about anything yeah <laughs> it's fucking brilliant like i find that almost always i'm always wearing like a dress tights and like boots yeah like, or sneakers yeah like, that's that, a great those vibe. are like my outfits always because it gets a little chilly mm. in la so like i don't like my legs out because i get cold so i'll wear the tights with it and then mm. like maybe like a cardigan or something with it yeah i like that's that. like my go-to izzy look I have my go-tos. I just wear fucking sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> I love my sweatpants. I do love my sweatpants too. Oh my God. It's fucking the best. Yeah, but the ZHC shit is so crazy. I was watching it's that so and I was crazy. like, that's freaking nuts. I know. I look back at stuff and I'm like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, I can't believe you did yeah. so much of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So what what do you feel like has come out of ZHC the most? Like what opportunities has that led you because I feel like that was a really big get yeah I mean honestly um I think the biggest thing about me being with CHT was like uh like putting that on my resume mm. like because it adds so much legitimacy to me that I was like one of the main characters on such a large-scale YouTube channel mm. and also seeing what goes behind running such a 
like a big channel and a team because I'm looking to assemble a team for my cartoon series and just like all that and just like the delegation. And I think just seeing that in person and being part of it, I think that was like the most important thing. Like I met like a lot of influencers and stuff, but even that I I Mm. meet those kind of people outside of ZHC. Yeah, just walk on Melrose. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, And so I think it's just the putting that on my resume because that Mm. was a really big thing for me. It is really cool mm-hmm. experience to be able to see how a show that is that successful like, works. Yeah, what goes on behind the scene because they yeah. they've only been around for like two two and a half years. Shut yeah the fuck up. Mm-hmm. They're they, small. They blew up like that in yeah. two and a half years. Zach is like is like on another level he is able to like look into the analytics and look at other youtube channels because he got like a lot of his style from mr beast but in his own way like Mm. in the art way so i think just like kind of like it's always important to see what other people are doing and like successful people and kind of like going off that in your own way you know, I need to start looking at what other people are doing on youtube more because i'm trying to grow my channel it's so it's just so hard it like is. I'm, I'm not a naturally strategic person mm-hmm. in that kind of area i don't enjoy well it's not that i'm not i can be but i just don't enjoy it and i really like doing things that i like to do yeah and so i love like the creative side of things a lot more i mean i'm the same yeah. way like because like i'm like a businesswoman uh i do all my marketing all that but I'm like, I kind of all I want to do is paint. But yes. it's all like you got to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm also a perfectionist, so I don't want to like hire other Fuck people. On. Yes, dude, it's you know? so annoying. Like, I'm like, I could do it better myself. Oh my god, I'm such a perfectionist that this is like my biggest issue. Is that even when I'm just creating my content, that's why at some point I, I first of all would love to just be talent, like just be on the mic. I just want to fucking talk. That's yeah. all I want to do. I just want to be on the mic. I want to do shit like this, and I want everybody else to do all of this stuff yeah. and this stuff and just take care of it because at this if, if that happens then i can also let go of the perfectionism yeah and you can then focus I don't have to be on the one like doing what it. you're doing yeah yeah you know what i mean like they can I, be the one creating the videos i know exactly what you mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh my yeah. god for the cartoon series that i need a team for because oh well I that's just, for damn sure yeah i just physically and mentally cannot even do it <laughs> like yeah, i can't no. i want to find like a really good writer because like i have the whole story but like mm. writing dialogue and all that it's hard and i really want to find a really good animator too screenplays are are really difficult screenwriting yeah. is, a, is a whole other beast it's not yeah. the same like so do you have, what's the series? Can you give us some insight on the series? Like yeah. give us a little, like how long is it? Do you have one season written kind of? Um, well, I have like the main story. The story I'm line. not sure how I'm going to like split it up. Mm. So I have like all of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it's going to be like start from like the beginning or start like from where. Oh, that's kind of cool. Because like there is like, I, I look at like, uh, have you seen Avatar The Last Airbender? It's like, no. it's like, it's it's an older cartoon series. Yeah, you probably have probably like a long, long time, time ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an uh, like it's an older series on Nickelodeon. So like so well done. Probably one of the best cartoons ever, at least in my opinion. But that one is like you know what's happening in the universe, and then it's like an overarching like plan. Like you know from the first episode basically what has to happen, and it starts from there, and it goes to the whole story, and it ends with what you thought was going to happen. So it's kind of like everything is laid out, and they're following this dynamic. While with a show like Adventure Time, it's kind of like 
goofy, um, goofy, just like um, episodes. And then as you watch the show, like this dark underbelly starts to like surface slowly. Mm. And you hear that there is like this whole like nuclear apocalypse and like all this stuff that happened before. And it's just kind of unveiled. And I think that's really interesting too. But I think probably with my series, it's probably just going to be like a little bit more of an, I don't know, just a overarching type thing. Interesting. I think so. I think that would be the best way to tell it. As we'll in, see. Like, so, so as in you would be from start to finish, basically. Yeah, like I, it might be like, so the series is called Disco's Dead. I'm thinking of like Star Wars vibes, you know, where it's like. Yeah, there could go back. Because yeah. I think there's even room for like to create this universe and then start with Ego's story, but you can go into other people's stories. Yeah, elaborate yeah, on that. You know, like. That's pretty cool. Because it's a whole universe. So there's so many different things that you could tell about it but i think the story i have it is very strong so this so disco's dead is the cartoon that you want to mm-hmm. that's okay so that's it's what it's called so it's going to be um so is the augment cartoon that you released that little clip is that kind of the so basically in the world of disco's dead um it's it's heavily like this it's kind of like earth but mm-hmm. like earth maybe in the future a little bit it's heavily impacted by climate change and pollution so um like there it's kind of like it's like a little dystopian yeah it's like very grimy it's like not really healthy to even be on the earth uh but all the humans are heavily involved in like the augment which is like mm. virtual reality in the space where they can escape and even That's the like goggles thing right? yeah and yeah. even like the main uh augment like you can even just like be in like you'll see like you know like this room and if there's like let's say garbage or something it'll just erase it like <laughs> it won't even be there so you're kind of living in this like uh this perfect world that you don't even have to worry about like cleaning up but the main thing is like on this planet like the sun can't really penetrate um the earth anymore so plants can't really grow like oxygen oxygen is getting harder Eiko uh she works at the planetarium and she takes care of the ancient bonsais which are like the oldest living plants basically Mm. um but um also gosh, there's so much involved. Um, AI and robots like really help the humans and like they make the humans lives better. Like they, they have the augment, they like, you know, clean up after humans, try to do all that. But um, their main problem is the sun can't penetrate the earth. So their plan basically to, um, to help the humans is uh, to bring light back. Oh. And that's kind of like also like a biblical thing. Is like, that like the, the main mission basically? Yeah. Well, like uh, th- that's like the main issue on the planet. It's right. like they there's no sun anymore. Like climate, like there's like constantly. So depressing. Yeah. Storms, coldness. Like it's just like really like. Gray. Yeah. Um, and so the robots are like have an announcement. They're like humans. We have a solution. And they're like, they're like, we're gonna bring light back. So their plan is to basically cover the earth in solar panels only to light light bulbs underneath, uh, which <laughs> in fact will destroy the planet altogether because that will literally <laughs> destroy it. Oh, great. Um, Good idea, guys. So the humans have a choice to either like while they're building it, join the augment or to leave. Like the robots like aren't keeping them there. So Aiko decides to take the top of the planetaria where she has um, all her bonsais and leave the planet. So she leaves the planet. How do they leave the planet? Just 
Uh, Ego is like pretty smart and she has a robot companion okay. who like she built and she's able to convert it Into more like or less. Into like a spaceship or whatever? Yeah, she's like a bit of an inventor. Okay. Yeah. And you like Ego. Yeah, I like Ego too. And so from Earth, like the, the Earth covered in a bunch of solar panels looks like a giant disco ball. Mm. So that's why the series is called Disco's Dead because it's kind of like after the Earth is destroyed. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I want it to be like a thing where Ego doesn't try to save the earth she can't really save the earth she's more or less a normal girl like because i feel like cartoons or like movies in general like aimed at kids like they're like you can make the biggest change you can make a small change for sure and i never want that to not be the goal because like your voice matters but i also want like like ego's decision to leave the earth to be kind of like questioning morality like, is there something she can do? Why isn't she doing anything? Like, I want to be like, is this the right decision? Is she selfish? So I want it to be like, kind of like that. Cause it's super it fascinating. Just adds like a, a layer. Like, yeah. Cause it's like, I don't want her to like save the earth. Cause really it's nothing she can do. It's like, yeah. like climate change is so real, but I don't know. It just kind of like want to be an interesting factor. I like, I mean, I love when movies switch it up like that, mm -hmm. you know, because we're always, like you're saying, used to the, yeah, the like cartoon the hero, being the hero. Saving yeah. the universe, like all the yeah. Marvel movies are so like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're like, they save the day from being the universe yeah. exploding. Like it's so, it's so intense. It's so unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I wanted to have like a layer of like, is Aiko doing the right thing? Mm. Is this like selfish of her? Do, do What do you think? Do you think that Aiko is doing the right thing? Mm, I I personally really don't know what she can do. She's taking the bonsais and and bringing them somewhere where she can keep them alive, um, and I think that's that's kind of like her mission. Like yeah. that's the only thing she can really do. She was like kind of put to take care of these plants, and that's what she's gonna do. So I think it's okay, but it's like she's got to leave the earth behind. I think to mm. follow her mission. Yeah. It's an interesting um, it's an interesting play on the idea of do what you can control and yeah. let go of what you can't control. Yeah. And it's I mean, that's a really fascinating lesson for kids to learn, which I'm assuming yeah. it's going to be a big part of the audience for an animated film. Yeah. So or an animated series. So I feel like that's a really interesting thing to add. Like it's a good addition to the storyline and it kind of mm -hmm. helps uh, Put into Teach a lesson. Yeah, like, I guess show a perspective where it's like, mm. you know, because, like, maybe kids, like, grow up, like, thinking that, like, they can do everything and, like, you know, there's so much pressure on them these days with <sighs> so social much. media. Like, I know, like, kids these days, like, in schools, like, when they're asked, like, what do they want to do when they grow up? They want to be, like, famous YouTubers and stuff. And it's not saying that they can't do that because I think it's absolutely possible, but it is, like, can be an unreal expectation and lead to, like, disappointment. Mm. But, I mean, I don't know, always strive for the biggest things you can, but sometimes it's smart to, like, know, like, what you can do and like do that really well. It it's so nice to think that children now know of famous YouTuber as as a as an option as a career path. We didn't yeah. have that growing up. No, no famous YouTuber. There was no YouTube. No, <laughs> there was none of that. Not really. Like yeah. I never even thought that. I mean, like mm. me growing up, like I loved Hannah Montana. I wanted to be just like her. I wanted to like have my show and stuff. But that to me, that was never ever gonna happen. Like, but that was like a dream. And it's so funny now that I was on like CHC. Like I was like, 
I'm on a huge YouTube channel. I know, like, I was looking back at, like, analytics for, like, how many views, like, a new episode of Hannah Montana I was just get. thinking. You guys it probably like, hit the same numbers. It was 300,000 views. ZHC gross is, like, you know, 20 million. 300,000 views? I'm pretty sure, yeah. So you were way bigger than Hannah Montana. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean like, the, like, the Lamborghini video, I think, has, like, 30 million or something. That's okay. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I am like a, like a, like a kid's show star, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like I w- never would have thought that when I was growing up. It so is kind of so cool, cool to do it now. I love how much more opportunity there is. Mm-hmm. I never would have thought that I, I mean, just growing up, all of the people that we saw on TV and things were so perfect. You know, yeah. everything was so photoshopped. It was so inaccessible mm-hmm. and it felt so just wow you know what I mean and now there's like so much more access to stuff we have so much more access to people to audiences to platforms it's do you ever feel that do you ever feel the the gravity of things like do you ever feel how big you are and your power and your influence is or do you ever feel Uh, overwhelmed by it yeah I mean it's like a weird thing where it's like um like sometimes like I'll get messages from like people mm. and it's like um, they'll be like asking for help like because I'm part of ZHC and ZHC gives a lot of money like away mm. and like personally even like I was like living in my car when I was at ZHC and I never let them know or anything. You were living in your car while you were doing ZHC? Yeah. No way. Yeah I, I wasn't making like that much money. Like it was, were you more, not, that's crazy. Like they, they, they like, they, they paid us and everything, but it wasn't like, you know, it, it wasn't like what people might expect. Right. Um, and so, um, it was just great for like exposure, exposure my career right. and it was like a nice, like steady income, but I, I really wasn't making that much and I, I didn't want to just like spend all my money. So at the time it was honestly just easier for me to live in my car Yeah. and like couch surf and stuff until I was able to like get a place which i mean the first place i moved into was a storage closet but it was something you moved into a storage closet yeah in mine and with my roommates who i'm with now we're we're moved out we like Wait, like you I, all lived in a storage closet no they had rooms but they had an extra storage closet in their house which was like this tiny little room oh. it did have its own bathroom though oddly enough that's very yeah, interesting so it was it was chill but um so i was with like yay and ben and all them oh. um and then then we moved into a nicer place now all, got it. now that we all like got a little Art, more successful yeah. um but at the time yeah i was living in my car and i would get these messages from people and they'd be like please help mm. like we have no money like my like i got one where someone sent me a picture of their grandma in the hospital and they're like can you please help me and i'm like it it like it makes my heart hurt cuz like like i wish i could do something like this person's reaching out but like I personally don't have any money and like Zach gives away a lot too and like there's almost no way to help everyone so when I see messages like that I'm like I do feel like a lot of pressure I'm like people are seeing this and they they have these expectations like you know we have all this money that we can just like give give away. away but it's like it's not really like that um and like all like the pressure, like especially to make like, for example, on TikTok, like to keep like one upping like your videos or like getting another video that goes viral. Like I am not that like like uh, TikTok isn't that much of my means of success. But mm. my roommates like uh, Ye and Mike, they um, they use TikTok 
a lot. It's one that's basically their main uh, way to like mm. get their stuff out there and do brand deals and all this stuff. And they are put under a lot of pressure to keep making viral content. Yeah, and that's it puts them stressful. under stress because it's like it, it's like you're one like under the control of like the algorithm of TikTok, and two, it's just like you keep having to make this content and like keep feeding it out there, and it's like it's definitely hard. I mean, I do that too, but like. I don't know. It's like a little different because I'm not just like solely like mm. need that. Like you're also selling your art. Yeah, and, stuff, so and I different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I have like other ways, and that's always been the way I make money is like with my art. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely like tough on them and on me too. Having a product to sell is so valuable and important like matt's course that he's selling Mm -hmm. that's genius because then it doesn't rely so you know then you're you're as a content creator you're not relying solely on brand deals and Mm -hmm. having to produce the content like you have something out there that people can just purchase yeah and it's not even physical right like it's just like it's just like you can just download it or buy it and then it's there like that to me is like genius yeah, courses are. I mean, you should definitely do it. You could do a course. Yeah, I used NFT to. Course, I used to teach art course. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, you could put one of those up, and that should. would be such a good stream of income just over time. Yeah, it's, and it could be ever evolving too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. things change all the time. You can also create subscription models, like, but just if you can send people to things where they can actually buy something and and contribute straight to you. You become less reliant on the social media algorithms. Yeah, absolutely. My dog is like, what about me? Do I get bacon? How? Huh? What are we buying me? What are we buying me? Look at his paw prints on the window. I know. Richard, you little He's nutty. So cute. He's so cute. I brought him back I from Israel. dogs. No way. Yeah, crazy. Was right? Did you like adopt him there or was he on the street? Or Yeah, I rescued him. I rescued that's I didn't awesome. rescue him from the street. I rescued him from a rescue though. Oh, that's they, awesome. Like, yeah, they needed someone to watch him, to foster. And then one thing led to another. And Was he a puppy or was years he Years later, a, we're here. Like, he was six months old. Oh, little baby. He is so cute. How old is he now? Like four. I miss having a pet like I miss animals we have another one but he's probably not gonna walk over here he's so slow he's old Hank he's so cute oh my god a little muffin be more of a dog person or a cat person I'm a little bit allergic to cats Mm. so I can't be around them for too long you know, it's not like, you know, not like an hour or two. I have to be around them for like 12 hours, let's yeah. say. But, you know, if I am, then it, I just get really nasally and everything yeah. starts twitching and shit. And I become like a... Uh, <laughs> I feel that. So, yeah, I can't really do it. But yeah, I love dogs. Loved, I've always loved dogs. Mm-hmm. But okay, so going back to the social media stuff, because it's so... You know, social media to me is like such an interesting place because... Uh, sometimes but then woo other times yeah and it's this juxtaposition of you know it can be so useful but it can also be so detrimental yeah you know absolutely it's kind of just a mind fuck and so many people are making so much money off of it and it's you know i want to be out there i want to be doing all these things but it can be so exhausting producing three fucking tiktoks a day i couldn't even imagine i mean it's so hard i mean like posting like frequently is like it's a job in itself Mm. like instagram is probably like my main social media outlet and like i mean for me posting a story that's pretty like low pressure yeah yeah i love i really do like to like take pictures and videos like i like doing that it's creative but like having the pressure of like posting 
like it all and like doing that and like having it fit into like your feed and oh, like look God, good. Yeah. I put so much pressure on myself uh, to make my feed look good. No, which is I'm so, I'm so over I, I used to be so into that <sighs> and then I just got so fucking over it because what a stress. Yeah. What is like, it's the worst. And then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this color one over here and this one's over here. And then we should stack them. And then yeah. it's like, no, I can't. It's just like, it's like the, like the artist in me comes out. Cause it's just a way of like yeah. doing another form of art. So I'm like, I have to make it like uh. my aesthetic. And it's like, like stories. I actually love stories. I almost only watch people's stories too. Like mm-hmm. I barely look at the, like same. Instagram I always feed. tap through the top. Yeah. It's just, it's just so, yeah, yeah, it's easy. Like I like seeing what people are actually doing. Like in that in the day mm-hmm. instead of like seeing these highly like curated pictures and stuff like I still look at it a little bit but I more or less like see what people post in their feeds if they post it in their story and they're like <laughs> I post this like new and I'm like oh cool I hit like oh yeah yeah, yeah I know like I'll mean. see it in yeah, their new post or whatever yeah I actually like it when people do that it's so funny on my on my IG for the um let me open it up for the Shawnee show I <laughs> worked so hard on this i was so okay now it's a little bit off balance because i add another video but this was like all checkered with oh, the gary nice. v's and i like it I, looks pretty good it looks good yeah. right yeah for shawnee show i do sometimes get that way because i'm such like we were talking about it before such a perfectionist so it's yeah. hard do you ever get bad comments and stuff on Ooh, socials um i don't feel like your stuff elicits much bad no i i don't i I'm not that bad. I actually don't really get that. That's good. That much of hate comments. Um, sometimes when I'll post like something that's like a little more of a thirst trap, mm. I'll get like weird comments, but like <laughs> they're not really necessarily mean. They're just like they're inappropriate just creepy as and creepy. Shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, Ugh. but um, on TikTok, and I won't say they're like mean, but like with my thrift store videos, they are controversial. Funny enough, mm. so I'll get people who are like being like this is wrong to like paint on someone else's art and then i'll get people being like no it's gonna be like thrown away like and that's what makes the videos go viral because people literally argue with themselves like in the comments and like it's like i really i mean it's like not like anyone's right or wrong because it's like I feel like, you know, like I'm using someone else's art and like painting stuff on it, which is like kind of messed up. But also it's like their art would have never been seen Mm. again, really. And now it's being seen by like millions of people. It's kind of a cool thing. Um, Like because there was this one there was this one painting um, there. I could tell it was the same artist because it was painted in the same style and like if i if they most of these paintings don't even have signatures and i try if they do i try to like find the family or find them and like and like give them half the profits because it's like it's literally theirs but i i almost can never find them but there's this one that he had no signature on it or she i'm not sure and like all their paintings were just like in the final uh sale in like a thrift store like i think they probably would have been thrown away and they were literally like two dollars each and I had a feeling that the person who painted it probably passed away and their family probably just couldn't keep all yeah. it, all their paintings. And so I think it's really nice that it's like you're able to give this piece a new life and like that person like can live on through that and like be seen by new generations and have it be like relevant. Um, so I think it's something magical about like, even though it's like, kind of collaborating like I guess they don't know we're collaborating but like (laughs) collaborating with like an artist and like bringing their painting like back to life almost 
I think it's something really magical because I have like I take such good care of these paintings and like I never just like plop something on it like I make sure it fits and it like blends in like with their style I love that yeah I really like doing it I mean I only did it like in the beginning just for fun because I just really like it was kind of a relaxing way to paint and it was like easy mm. more or less because it was just like the painting's kind of done and you get to add your touch to it which one blew up? Was it the first one you posted or was this like the... The uh, the one that really blew up the first time was... It was House Moving Castle. And that one was actually not... It was on my grandma's painting. She didn't paint it, but uh, she owned it. Oh. And that one, like, that painting was probably really old. I think it was probably from like the 1940s. Ooh. Yeah, so it was old. And that one was so controversial because people were like, you're ruining a painting from the 1940s. <laughs> and other people were like, dude, it's, it's so much better now. <laughs> and it's just kind of like a funny thing. And um, I need people to argue on my TikTok. That's what I need I to know, have I know, like do something slightly <laughs> controversial because it's like, it's like kind of like bad, but it's really not yeah, that bad. Yeah, but it's bad. not bad. Like, it's not bad. Yeah, so it's like, it's kind of cool. But that one was like, people were like hating on that one. And then people were loving it too. You're tearing down yeah. a historical piece. I know. It looks so cool now. I like, I'm upset. Like, I'm never going to donate that painting. Like, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. And I so I'm cool. keeping it. But you so. turn all those into prints, right? People can yeah. buy all those. Are all of them available right now on mm -hmm. your, where? IsabellaAddison.com. Okay, you heard that right, guys. So yeah. if you want any of those, go go catch yourself a print. Yeah, please check it out. The the photo, the painting you do on photographs, I think is also really cool. Yeah. I really love that when you yeah. have like a picture of yourself and then you paint on top of it. That's so fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, so that's something uh, like slightly newer that, that I've been doing. Mm. I think as of like last year. I uh, love it. Well, I actually, I did it in high school once but not nearly to the degree as I do it now but um I being like a and I don't feel like I'm an influencer but like being like that kind of person on social media a lot of my followers really like me posting pictures of myself and mm. my art um I hate posting pictures of myself I <laughs> I hate it but like being like this is kind of my job I kind of have to like do that I love the pictures and of you they're great thank you yeah. I definitely put a lot of care into it like sometimes yeah. it is fun but it is like ugh. I yeah, don't like, yeah. I just, I like making art. And like, sometimes if I get creative with like a photo shoot, like that will be like kind of like a form of art. Um, I just like rather take pictures of other people and stuff. But um, the way of like drawing on my pictures, that has become something where I'm like, can mix the two things. Yes. Like posting myself and yes. then making like yeah. this like augmented like cool, world yeah. around me. I think it's so fun. I, think I it's love doing it. sick. It adds, again, digi digital and physical, like mm -hmm. it ties them both together and it adds a whole other layer to what you're saying, which is just like a photo. Yeah, view. and it's just like my life and it's like these experiences and stuff. And it's like, uh, it started really like mainly with this one picture. I took it in Utah, at like the Pink Dunes. This oh, place was cool. gorgeous. Yeah. I, it was such a pretty picture, but I was just like, I don't really need to just post this. Like, what is this? So I added this like crash, like spaceship plane, like into the sand that was sticking up. And I was like, I, I was like, I love this. I was like, I'm obsessed with this. And then now I can't stop doing it. Like, cause I do a lot of like nature and traveling. I love hiking and all that. And I'll take these pictures and I'm like, uh, like I'm not just going to post like a hiking picture. Mm. But when I add like the spaceships or like the different things, it just makes it to me 
so special and like I add my artistic touch to it. Yeah, it becomes so much more than just a photo. Mm-hmm. There's a really cool artist called Donna Adi. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know her. She mm-hmm. does like sort of doodles on paint, on photos. Cool. Uh, I don't even know. Doodling is a kind of a weird way to say it, but it just, it's very um, like colorful and graphic and bright yeah. and lots of like drip things. Oh, cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And wa- to watch her progress over the years, it's been awesome. So she does a lot of that and all of her photos she does like that. Uh, but yeah, it's, I, I love your stuff. How, how'd you get so into the AI thing? Cause that seems to be such a big part I of all just, of your work. I just really like technology. It's like a, honestly, all robotic I love, stuff. I just really like it. Yeah, I, that's cool. I don't know what else to say besides like, I feel like technology is like going to be our savior and our demise at the same time. <laughs> like, you know, yes, it is. like, that's it's so like, good. I feel like technology and like everything that we've done, like to get to the situation that we're in right now, it's like all technology's fault, but like technology is also going to be the thing that like brings us out of it and advancement. Yeah. You know? Yeah. hundred um, percent. And I just, more. dude, I just le- like love it. Yeah. I like, if I had the choice, I think I would absolutely give myself like a robot hand because this hand's pretty talented. And this one is just kind of like, like, a bionic arm. like it's just kind of like, what is that? Your left hand? Yeah, yeah. My left hand, left. I'm right-handed. And like, I'm just like, if this one was like, robotic it would be pretty OP. that would be pretty fucking yeah sick. like a total like blade runner type thing like i don't know i think it would just be cool to have like cyborg if i had a robotic arm yeah. i would it would be able to like turn into a microphone at any moment you know yeah. and then i could just start screaming to people or like a megaphone that would be, be sick fucking hilarious mm-hmm. oh my god that would be sick yeah that's sick were you into superhero shit growing up um i always really liked superhero movies but definitely not like a big big like not there's like people who are like obsessed with but it. you're into anime yeah i like anime and i like like cartoons a lot yeah those are like my top like what was your main cartoon growing up ooh, other than airbender um i loved adventure time um i love like a lot of like the cartoon network and nickelodeon shows mm. um so like Ones like like a long time ago, like Ed, Ed and Eddie, hmm. Codename Kids Next Door, like those. And then I got into like Steven Universe and um, and even like Cat Dog. I loved Cat Dog. Um, Cat Dog was hilarious. I know. <laughs> Did you ever watch like the Cat Dog movie? Like where they try to look for their parents. I may have. I don't remember. It's the- like sad, but I love like Disney too. Like Lilo and Stitch, like all the Lilo. Disney. Lilo. Oh, yeah, PB and J Otter. Did you ever watch that? That was no. my fucking shit. Love PB and J Otter, Roly Poly Oli. Those yeah, were like my, yeah. oh my God. PB and J Otter is the most underrated Disney show ever. I know. I'm not familiar. I love it. They lived in the, the boathouse, the houseboat. That sounds sick. And they like slid down the houseboat. Oh my God. They were so cool. I love them. They were, yeah. they were like the gang. <laughs> Yeah. They were awesome. <gasps> I uh, love like all the Studio Ghibli films, um, Pixar, mm. like all those. Um, I got more into anime in high school when I got a little older. Yeah. I have yeah. a few friends who are crazy into anime. Like yeah. they are. I, woo, I feel like um, I'm definitely an anime fan, but I'm not like, I'm not die like hard. die hard. Yeah. Uh, I'm more into, I guess, American cartoons, but I still like animes just still dope. it's so beautiful yeah and like the stories are insane a lot of times i I'm trying to think of my one friend who's like crazy he goes to the, the conventions and shit yeah and dress i love up. cosplay so, cosplay is sick yeah oh yeah i think i've seen some of your cosplay mm-hmm. cosplay is so much fun i want to do more like, halloween is my shit me too. my literal shit oh my god i'm obsessed with I, f- I fucking could dress up all the time what's your favorite halloween costume you ever did oh this year's were pretty 
This year's were pretty crazy. So we have a Jewish holiday called Purim too, which mm-hmm. is like kind of like our Halloween, if you will, where you dress up in a costume. And in Tel Aviv, every year they had a um, what's called a zombie walk. Oh, that's and so I used to do really fun iterations of zombies. I, I did a zombie, which is a zombie in a onesie. I did a zombitch, that was fun. I did a zombie, like a zombie bumblebee, that was really cool. So those are really fun. But I would say my costumes from this year really took things to another level. I did a uh, here. Let me show you this one. So I did these three. I got them all from Dolls Kill, but then the makeup was just crazy. It was my first time working with like liquid latex and shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I went fucking ham. And I posted reels on them too, like transformation this reels. This is so sick. It's a whole space theme. And then I did a squid game costume Whoa. where I actually made the candy. Like I made the Dol- the Dolgana, whatever the fuck it is. That thing yeah. was really hard to make. I thought it was going to be so easy. You really? And yeah, it's just sugar, sugar and sugar. baking soda, but you have to get it all right. And then you have to like pour the right amount. It's like, and then a, you have it's the, like a science experiment. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. It really fucking was. That's sick though. Yeah, it was, it was so much fun. I, I loved it. My favorite costume I did, I was actually really young. Um, I think I might've been like 12 or oh, 13. Shit. And this costume was just insane. I actually won like a, like best Halloween nice. costume but I it was like a Mad Hatter costume and I made everything like I got this little vest like I went with my mom I got this little vest and we like um I got it from a thrift store we made this like puffy like tutu skirt <laughs> but so then cute. the hat that's where the things went like I got like this top hat type of thing but then I took like foam that was like circle foam I cut them in half and made teacups out of it and I painted them all and then I arranged them on my head like almost like they were balancing and I did a giant like foam teapot at the top and this it made me like six feet tall or taller (laughs) it was like up there like it it physically hurt my neck but it was such a good cost was it was it heavy it was heavy yeah because it was just so much it was a lot like it it was made out of foam but it was still like after all that like it was hard and we had to like literally like like pin it and stow it into my head and I had like a strap but I won like a little Halloween best Uh, best costume that's fucking great it was a good costume that was like yeah that was it cosplay is so fun for creative people yeah it It is is so fun it's the best fucking time I love it oh I I know I want to do like a Daenerys cosplay because a lot of people tell me yes with your hair yeah I want to do one of her when did you dye it that color by the way well I did it for ZHC because we all had our own color and at the time (laughs) they're like yeah we only have orange left and I was like I was like what about white (laughs) and they're like yeah you could do white and I was like you know what that's pretty cool so I did white white over orange yeah, I don't think I'm Wait, an orange girl. Oh yeah, everybody has different hair. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even catch on to that. Yeah, we all have our own like yeah, little color. Color. And we all had like we all have like merch that like corresponds like hoodies with our color. It's oh, that's cute. cool. Yeah, Do you get cute. profit from the merch? No. Oh uh, well, unfortunately not. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's fascinating. Um, all right, so before we wrap up, give us one like fun fact or something hidden or just an interesting gem about you that you feel like people don't know or that you don't put out there very often. Oh gosh, um, hmm, you're putting me on the spot here. Yeah, this is always a really great question. Um, Love hearing what people come up with. I know a fun fact. Uh. Do you like do you like edit some of this stuff out where it's just like I mean or do you just I mean for the yes and no like yeah. it depends I mean the gardener thing I'll probably edit out 
Okay, I have a funny story. This I'll probably keep in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, I have a funny story. So when I was um, in high school, okay. little punk, um, didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> little punk. I love I was, how you're the I, little like, punk. I'm telling you, I was a little, <laughs> I was a little, little punk. Um, I I worked like three jobs because um, I loved going to music festivals so much. But at the time, like I didn't really have that much money, so I would like sneak into all these music festivals. Hell yeah! Like all of them, all these events. That's the way. And um, one of the best experiences I had was I snuck into Electric Forest and this was nice. like this was a hard one because it was a commitment because I had to buy a flight there because I can't sneak onto a flight so I my friend lived in Michigan so I went and met her and this festival was, was really hard to sneak into but I ended up doing it and one of the nights like, how'd you do it uh, I made a fake wristband and that didn't, Sick. that didn't scan, but it looked just like it. Like I painted it and yeah. like I made the whole thing cause my, my friend had a wristband, but like she sent me a picture. So, um, when I went in through the gate to like go into the festival, obviously it doesn't scan. Right. So it didn't scan. And they're like, Oh, is there an issue? And I was like, yeah, they're like, okay, let me like take you to the, um, to like the help desk. And I'm like, uh, uh, so as I'm walking, like I feel like I had like my hand back, and I feel like my friend like touch it. She slipped me her band, oh. and then I put it on my wrist, like while me and like the guard are walking. And I was like, "How would I try like one of the other scanners?" So I did it, and it scans. And I'm like, "Oh, maybe there's just an issue." He's like, "Okay, bye." And Fucking I'm like, "Yeah, genius. That is smooth so, as shit." Yeah. So I would like sneak into a bunch of festivals, but Electric Force specifically, like that day, like my friends were getting tired, so they're like okay we're gonna go to the campsite and I was like I kind of still want to dance so I was just dancing I was all alone and something I don't know why but I just started like throwing away garbage like I was just having such a fun time doing it oddly enough like I snuck into VIP just to throw away garbage and they have this thing called prize cart which I didn't realize was a thing but it's basically like you're supposed to like clean up all the garbage put it in a bag and then you get prizes for it so I saw that and like I went up to them and I was like can I just have a garbage bag and they're like sure so I took the garbage bag and I like literally like laid it on the ground next to me while I dance and people just threw away all their garbage in it and so I went to prize cart with like this giant like Santa Claus nice. bag of garbage and I plopped it down and they're like whoa and so they gave me like a custom like uh electric forest monogrammed hammock all this stuff what and then, you got a fucking hammock that's yeah sick. i got like a custom monogram like camelback that was electric forest i got <laughs> all this stuff like goggles so cool and like someone tapped me on the shoulder like because i was still throwing away garbage i was having a freaking blast doing this i don't know why but i was someone tapped me on their on my shoulder and they're like we've been seeing what you're doing here you go and i I'm like, what's this? They're like, just follow the, the directions on it. It was like a little ticket. And um, it was basically like Sunday at this time, go to the mechanic. You're invited to the captain's lounge. And I was like, <laughs> what? So they what have this, the they have this, lounge? I know it, it. I've heard rumors about it, but people are like, don't know if it existed or not, but I got like a ticket for it. And so they have this hangar where they have all these like fifties shops in it. And the mechanic is always closed. Like it's always closed. So on Sunday I go to the mechanic and there's a man outside just playing the guitar and I hand him the ticket and he's like, he's like, perfect. He's like, head on to the back. So I go to the back and uh, it's just this like black room with a chair that's just lit up. I sit on the chair and then there's this like a desk that like the light turns off on me and then a light turns up on the desk and it's a man at a typewriter and he's typing, he's asking me questions. And then he's like, he looks at me, he's like asking my name. He's like, He's like, you're really pretty. Do you mind closing your eyes? And I'm like, 
okay. So I close my eyes and I can feel the room start to like slowly spin around. What? And as it spins, like I hear like a bass line. And then when I open my eyes, I'm literally in the captain's lounge. It's like this, this, uh, it's like, it looks like what you'd imagine, like, like leather couches, books like Ooh. this like like a bar they had like a private set from oh, what dj was it maybe it was like grizz or something like a like a yeah. speakeasy type vibe. it was like a speakeasy and they had cool. free drinks and pizza and i was like <laughs> i was literally blown away and it was just like all like really like high caliber high caliber individuals and it was like like i think like the owner of electric forest or like stuff like that wow and that was cool so like I don't know, clean up garbage, moral of the story. That's a really <laughs> fucking sick yeah. story. I'm so happy I asked that question. I know. That is a really cool story. Yeah, and that's like it's that's like the magical thing too about like music festivals sometimes. Like mm. like you get into some shenanigans. But I so. think it's also the magical thing about being authentically who you are. Yeah. Because you were in you were just having so much yeah. fun picking up garbage. And instead of thinking like, oh, this is weird, I probably shouldn't do it, you were yeah. like, Well, I want to, so I'm yeah. gonna I mean, I went to the festival yeah. for free, so yeah. might as well help out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you that's know? true. Yeah, yeah, you may as well give back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was all alone. So I was like, it was fun. And people were like, I was like throwing the garbage into the garbage can. People were like, Yeah, yeah. Like people were cheering. <laughs> it's just uh, so funny. But wow. yeah, that's a cool little cool little izzy story that's a great izzy yeah. story wow what a, what a high to end off this podcast yeah. on that was fantastic cool. thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me this so, has been great okay before i let you go though i do want you to give everybody like shill yourself tell us where they can find you <laughs> oh <my laughs> shill yourself gosh. like a sham wow okay give like us the, give us the usernames <laughs> you'll never know give what us, happens next the handles. <laughs> but wait there's more there's more <gasps> okay so oh. honestly i'm isabella addison on everything i'm on instagram twitter uh youtube uh tiktok, TikTok open sea foundation uh yeah i mean i'm isabella on it so foundation is like is also like open sea right it is kind it's like of? a little bit it's like kind mm. of a little more close to like super rare it's right, like right. catered towards one of one one yeah yeah okay yeah. that's what i figured yeah okay cool yeah people should definitely check you out yeah. on those Isabella Addison on everything. And your website, IsabellaAddison.com. IsabellaAddison.com. Amazing. You mm -hmm. guys check her out, buy her prints, support her, go show some love yeah, and guys. go rate the fucking come podcast. Say, come yo. say hi. Yeah. Yeah. Rate it. Yeah. Rate five stars. Yeah. Super high. Yeah. Not four stars. Boo. No, five stars. Five. Yay. Five. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.